All right, when it comes to working with motivated sellers to get good deals, there are 10 questions that you need to ask when talking to motivated sellers. We're gonna talk about them right here on this video. Okay, welcome back to another video here in the Real Estate Freedom TV's channel. I'm Jerry Norton, your host. Excited to be here with you. On this channel, we talk all about how to help you master real estate investing so that you can live your dream life. And in this series of videos that we're working on here, we're talking all about motivated sellers. Now, motivated sellers are where you get really, really good deals. And the key to making money in real estate is obviously getting good deals. So if you haven't watched any of the other videos in this series, be sure to watch those. We put them together in a playlist. You can go onto the playlist and click on the Motivated Seller uh, playlist and, and watch all of these videos we put together. In this video in particular, we're gonna now focus on when you're talking to that motivated seller and what you wanna accomplish, the 10 things that you want to accomplish on that conversation, the 10 questions that you wanna ask that motivated seller. I've written them up here on the whiteboard and we're gonna take a minute, we're gonna talk about each one of these. Now, I want you to know, I've put together a script for each of these 10 questions and I put them together in my Motivated Seller Cheat Sheet. This is a PDF download that I'm giving you for free. Just click the link in the description and you can download that. So everything that we're covering, you can get that in, in, this, uh, in this download. It's really nice. You can have it in front of you when you're on the phone or talking to a Motivated Seller and it just can really help you keep on track with what you're trying to do. So let's break it down. Let's jump into it here. So again, a motivated seller is someone who desperately wants to sell their property. They'll sell it to you at a discount with equity and they'll do it because they want peace of mind. They want to get rid of that property that's causing them stress in their lives. And let's say that you've, uh, you've got in contact with one of these motivated sellers. Either you, you did some marketing and they called you as a result of your marketing uh, or you found them, right? You can find them often if you know how to find data and sources where motivated sellers would be. And we'll talk more about that in other videos. But let's say that you get on the phone and the first thing you wanna do is you wanna have this introduction, right? You wanna kinda of do the icebreaker. And the most important thing in your intro that you wanna kinda of get out there somewhere in that beginning is you wanna find out if they're called you, you know, what they, what marketing piece they got to call you. You know, was it an ad you ran? Did they get one of your direct mail pieces? How did they find out? Did someone refer you? How did they find out? It's important that you track your marketing so you know what's working. So always ask, oh, how did you hear about me? Okay, great. If you called them, then you can skip that part, obviously, right? So how did you hear about me? Okay, great. And then here's your kind of like your 30 second elevator pitch. I'm a real estate investor and I buy real estate properties for cash, and I'm interested in making an all-cash offer to buy your property, right? And that's really kind of, that's your kind of grab somebody's attention when you say you can buy cash. Now, the other two things I've talked about in other videos is you wanna buy, you wanna mention that you can buy the property as is, so they don't have to do anything to the property, and you can close quickly. Those are your three things, buy cash, you buy it as is, and you can close quickly. Now, if you're saying right now, well, Jerry, I don't have cash to buy properties, we solve all that pro we solve that problem because you can wholesale it to a real cash buyer, or you can get specialized funding that will give you the money to buy the property. So you can still say you're a cash buyer, right? The funding's out there, or you can wholesale it. So you always, always, always 
say that you are a cash buyer. Okay, that's your role as an investor in this business. So in that intro, you kind of break that ice, let them know who you are and what you do. Next thing is you want to make sure that you know the address, right? I've, I actually did this one time where I got on the phone, I talked to him and everything. I never asked the address. So ask the address, you know, what's the address of the property? Um, hopefully you know your market well enough to where you know where that is, but it's critical because that's how you're going to analyze the deal. Ownership. Now this is a really important one. You want to make sure that the person you're talking to is not only the owner, but the, deci- the decision maker. So I'll ask questions like, are you the owner of the property? Yes. Is there somebody else that owns the property with you that would be important to have on this conversation? Okay. Now what you're trying to do is you're trying to make sure you're talking to the decision maker and they may say, well, I own the house with my wife or with my husband or with whoever. Okay, great. Well, you know what? It would be awesome if they could be on this phone call as well. That way we could all talk about this together. Are they available to get on the phone too right now? And if you find out the person you're talking to is not the decision maker, you want to stop the conversation. You want to reschedule a call where you can talk to them because it doesn't matter what the non-decision maker thinks. It matters what the decision maker thinks. So that's what you want to find out in the ownership. The fourth question you want to ask is, is the property listed for sale right now? Sometimes what a seller will do is they'll uh, hire a real estate agent, they'll list it for sale, and then they'll, they'll call you, know, you on one of your signs or something and they'll start talking to you. Well, if it's listed, then you have to work directly with the listing agent now because that listing agent's been hired, they have an agreement with that owner to sell the property, and you'll have all kinds of problems if you're negotiating and you're trying to buy a property that's listed. So if they say, yes, it is listed, then all you say is you say, great. I'm going to actually need to talk to your agent. What's your agent's phone number? I'll give them a call and we'll go from there. And you then work with that agent. If it's not listed, then awesome. You can work directly with that seller and you don't have to worry about having a real estate agent in the transaction, right? Okay, number five is occupancy. Is the property occupied right now? Are you the occupant or is it an investment property and there's a tenant? Okay, you always want to find out if the property is occupied. Um, If they're living there, then you'll have to work with them directly on being able to help them move from the property. And there's some things that you can do where you can actually help facilitate that process. You can hire a moving company, uh, somebody to come in and pack for them. Anything you can do to help them be be ready to be out of the property by the time you buy the property. Does that make sense? So I build that into the deal. So I'll tell people, listen, I've I've got a company that I work with. They'll come over here, they'll pack your entire house, uh, they'll load it in the truck, and they'll move you to wherever you're going next. And I'll do that for free. I'll do that as part of my service for buying your property. Now, if it costs you $2,500, you build that into your numbers, obviously, right? But you're helping solve problems. This is all about solving problems. If there's a tenant in there, then you're going to need to see the lease. You're going to need to know when the, tenant, uh, when the tenant's lease is up. You're going to need to know their, the tenant rights. In some states, if there's a lease in place, the lease will supersede your uh, change of ownership. Meaning, if you buy the property, but the tenant was there first, then you have to follow the terms of the lease agreement and you can't make the tenant leave. You know, But you want to understand all of that. So you want to be able to see the lease. You want to know what's going on with the tenant. Are they current on payments? And you're going to need to dig in a little bit on that, that tenant situation if it's occupied. If it's vacant then great. You don't have to worry about any of those issues because it's vacant. All right. Number six is what are the property details? 
Now this is square footage, number of bedrooms and baths. In this section of my questions, I start to ask questions about the condition of the property. I start to say, okay, well, how old is the roof? Um, when was, how old is the furnace? You know, does it need painted? Does it need, you know, what kind of cabinets? Any questions that you can ask. Now, you're obviously going to do your own evaluation, but in your initial conversation, it really helps you understand from the seller's perspective what they think about the property. Sometimes they think their property is awesome. It's great. It's wonderful. And it's not right. So you can start to ask questions about that and find out, you know, when was the carpet last replaced? Things like that. Is the basement finished? Whatever. Just start asking lots of questions about the property. And I've got those all broken down here in my scripting. So you know exactly what to ask. Number seven is motivation. Why do you want to sell the property? Why are you, why is it so important that you sell the property? Understanding somebody's motivation will help you customize your offer to them. You'll be able to find exactly what it is that they need. Maybe they're up against a window where they have foreclosure like next Friday and their big hot button is, is being able to, to sell it before it goes to foreclosure and before they get a foreclosure on their, on their credit for seven years. You know, um, maybe it's they inherited the property. Maybe it is they moved out of state. Whatever the situation is, the more you can find out about why they're motivated, the more it'll help you understand the situation and be able to make an appropriate offer. Okay. Um, number eight is financing. Financing is what kind of financing do they have on the property? So this is where you ask them, do you have a mortgage? All right. Well, how much do you owe? Are you behind on payments? How far behind on payments are you? Do you have a second loan on the property, a home equity loan or a HELOC or something? Um, and start to find out how much they owe. Now, if this progresses further to the next step, then you'll actually, you'll actually ask for a copy of their mortgage statement where you can actually see yourself, you know, what the balance is. And, and they may even ask for a, um, you know, they may ask their bank for the balance owed on their property. So you can kind of see what the payoff is. Okay. But you want to ask about financing in your list of questions. How much do you owe on the property? Uh, and how much are your payments? What's your interest rate? Any of those things that you can find out are helpful. Number nine is, this is where you want to start your negotiation. You'll ask them, how much do you want for the property? How much do you want to sell it for? Okay. I always ask them, he who names the price first loses. So you never give your price. You always ask them how much they want for the property. Maybe what they want for the property is below what you're willing to pay. Okay. And you would have left money on the table. What do you do if you offer, if they give you the number and it's just way off? Okay. You're going to need to help them understand why that number doesn't work. And I'll tell people, listen, I'm here to buy the property. I'm an investor. I've got to do all of the work to fix it up, to market and sell it, to find a buyer. You know, I'm willing to do all of that and help you out of this situation, but I need to buy the property at a discount to where I can spend all that money and all that time and all that energy and make a little bit of a profit. Cause that's what I do for all of the work I'm going to do. Right. I need to make a little bit of a profit. And here's where that number needs to be that, that can do that. And like I explained in the previous video, if that's not what they're looking for and they're looking for a retail price, then I help them understand, look, here's what you need to do to get that number. You're going to need to fix it up. You're probably looking at 40 or $50,000 in repairs. You're going to need an agent. You're going to need to have pictures taken and have showings and all that's going to take time. It's going to take money. If you want all, if you want to do all that, great. I can help you. I can refer you to a great agent, but if you don't want any of that headache and you just want to be done with it right now, as is, 
quickly, then I'm a cash investor and I can do that. And here's the number that it needs to be at. Okay. Does that make sense? You help them understand the difference between retail and discount cash investor and buyer. And that will really help you. Okay. Um, so let them name the price first. And if, uh, everything you talk about the next steps of, okay, I need to come by and look at the property or I'm going to send somebody over to do a property evaluation and they're going to take pictures so I can see the condition, you know, or we're going to meet now and sign a contract, whatever your action steps are, you want to make sure that you follow up. And what I do is I like to summarize. I'm taking notes the whole time we're talking. I'm saying, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what you said you would do. Everything that you agree upon and talk about in that conversation on the phone, you summarize it and you follow up in writing in an email. That's what I like to do. I like to follow up and say, hey, great talking to you today. Here's everything that we talked about we're going to do. Here's when we're going to meet next or whatever. Um, here's the price that you said you would you would sell it to me for. And I'm going to follow all of that up in an email right afterwards. Now, what that does is it prevents time going by and then you talk with them again and you say, well, remember you said this? And they said, I never said that. You know, it eliminates all of that by having a good follow-up in writing in an email. Now, I'm not talking about your contract. That's probably your next step is to meet and sign a contract. I'm talking about just making sure that what you talked about gets documented and sent to them. And now it's kind of like, okay, here's, here's now we have a track. We have a track record of what we've talked about. And it'll help you as well because you may talk to a lot of motivated sellers and lose track of who you talked to and what you said as well. So follow up with that. Now, I put together a lead sheet and I'll see if I got it in here. Um, pull it up in here. So you can see here, it's, it's a question list of everything that you go through while you're doing these questions. It's already there so, you don't, so it jogs your memory, helps you remember the questions and it, it allows you to keep those notes. So that's in this Motivated Seller Cheat Sheet. Again, I'll give this to you for free. It's in the, in the link in the description. You can download that and have that as a reference guide. So I hope this was helpful. Remember, the biggest thing is just to be natural, talk to them, let them share their feelings, listen, 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 and go through these questions, and then you'll be on your way to putting, to get, putting a deal together and making some money with a Motivated Seller deal. All right, Jerry Norton, and I'll talk to you on the next video.